Thank you for calling Ellie Insurance. This is Wendy. May I help you? I speak to Steve, please. I'm calling. Yeah, it's Joey Jingola. Okay, hold on just a moment. Thank you. Hello, this is Steve. Steve, it's Joey Jingola. Yeah, how are you, Joey? Good, how you doing, sir? Good, doing real well, doing real well. This is insurance in your own words from the people who are living and breathing it every day and are struggling to figure out where this industry is going and what they need to do to stay ahead. Hosted by me, Joey Jingola. Let's get into it. Well, we're trying, you know, one of the things that I want to do is more video and, you know, do some blogging and that sort of thing myself. I've not been real active on that. I don't love the thought of doing it, but I've got to do it. So it's something that I'm, I'm going to do. But yeah, really, we've just recently signed on with Chris. Um, I'm pleased with the results so far, but I know there's some things that I've got to do if I'm going to make it, you know, work long term and to drive more traffic and that sort of thing. But as far as making any changes for right now, we're so new into what all we've been doing. I, I don't know whether uh, you know I would say it's good or not yet so far so good but you know we don't have enough time in in the you know, website and all that kind of stuff yet to say I'm starting to change my mind on something that I never really thought I would but basically past history has really forced me to rethink my expectations and my opinions on something and if they are relevant if they're realistic or if I'm just being a little too uppity about what I expect you or the agency owner to do when it comes to creating content and marketing your agency. I don't want that to sound bad. Let me clarify, just give me a second here. Hold on, I promise it'll get better. Uh, that was Steve Holly, my buddy at Holly Insurance. I love Steve. And the advice I'm going to, to kind of say to, to what he's talking about might be different than where you're at. But what I'm changing my mind about is the idea that I always said, I think the agent needs to be doing something that they are uniquely qualified for in the marketing process. Meaning, where is their voice touching the customer? Sounds a little dirty, but where are they coming through and where do they really need to be involved? And I'm even backing off a little bit on that because I'm, I'm finding out that it's not so much the idea of being in front of that person, it's somebody being in front of that person, somebody making sure that it is done, somebody that is responsible for creating that relationship that ultimately is going to transfer the trust to you and say, I need to do business with this person. And that is why I'm changing my mind on this because we want our website to be all of these things. We think if we have them that it ultimately, it automatically means that we're doing something we're supposed to be doing and that we're ultimately going to get a result out of it that, that, that we might not necessarily get. And that's, that's the big myth here that I want to talk about is just because you have one doesn't mean it's going to do any good for your business unless you ultimately know how to make it do something good for your business. Uh, see, our websites are probably, probably around Christmas. We started working on them, I'd say, in probably January or so is when they actually hit. One thing that we will be combining, we have two websites now, one for each of the offices, and so we'll be able to combine those, and I can put all of my effort into one as opposed to you know, having to do both of them and, and that sort of thing. 
Now, since I actually recorded this call with Steve, I talked with Steve back in, I think it was May, like May seventeenth. Uh, no, May. I don't know. May. Yeah, May seventeenth is when I talked to Steve, and I recorded this phone call. And as of then, he hadn't officially announced this, and he's talking about doing video, doing blogging, and actually, within a couple of days of our phone call on May twentieth, Steve posted a video and a blog post about, uh, now if you remember, Steve was on a previous episode when two agencies become one and, and, uh, they were talking about their merger of the two agencies. And in the opening of this, he talked about how he wants to do a video with, um, you know, kind of explaining the merger, show some, uh, some footage of, uh, I don't know if he said that in the clip, but he told me in the call, I want to show some footage in the clip uh, of, of people in his office. And, and he had some nice screenshots, some, some, anyways, he put this video together that he actually said he was going to do. He put this blog post together that he actually said he was going to do. And he did it. I don't know how far along he was when we were talking, but as far as I can tell, within a matter of three days, um, you know, so he had it up and out the door and that's great. I love when people actually take action and follow through. And I actually, I was actually very impressed with the video that Steve had rolled out, you know, kind of introducing the merging of the two agencies. So if, if you want to follow this in real time, you can go back and listen to the episode when two agencies become one. And then you can go to um, hollyinsurance.com and look at the video and, and, and kind of see exactly how this has all played out for, for Steve. But the thing, the thing that gets interesting, and you'd said, you'd heard him mention that he had just brought his website on board with Chris. That's Chris Langill of Advisors Evolved. Uh, if you're looking for a website in the insurance space, he's probably the guy you're going to want to talk to. So very great branding and overall design, you know, layouts, functionality. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of agents that have used Chris um, to, to use their website, to, you know, basically develop his website. And, and I went back and I wanted to check on Steve and see how he was doing. He was talking about doing more video and blogging. And, and I saw that that blog post in that video. I was like, man, this is, this is great stuff. Steve has the ability to, you know, pull this off. Right. And that's part of it. It's that, you know, some, some of us are a little more naturally inclined to, to pulling these things off than other people. It's not, it's not bad or good. It's just who we are. Right. I mean, I, I'm terrible at a lot of things and, and I'm jealous of people that are good at things. I kind of wish I was an actor. I'm not, I've never done a play in my life. So it's those kind of things, right? Like we're all bad at something. But then the, the thing that was a little disappointing was that, you know, I, I come back to Steve's site and I noticed that he's only since that time, since May, he's only have one blog post up, which was published on July 27th. So, and it's this idea that, you know, you know, we're going to hear Steve talk about this, this in a second, but you know, he's, t he talked about in that, in the most recent clip that, you know, listen, he was managing two websites. He's not anymore, which is good, but he was, he was d dividing his time up on two sites that, you know, if you're not driving traffic to them in some capacity, they're not really doing much. I mean, they're servicing the few people that stumble across your business. It's more of a, just a billboard. It's more just for vanity's sake than it is really anything else. And it, it doesn't have the impact that we think. We think because something is accessible to people that everybody's watching it. We feel like ABC News is just constantly refreshing our site, waiting for something bad or something to happen. That's not the case. And he was, he was dividing his time between those two sites. And he finally, you know, came around, hired Chris, and he put everything together, called it Holly Insurance. There was two different agencies, two names. If you, again, you listen to the previous episode, you get the idea. There was two separate names for the agency. But the website myth is, and I, I was talking to another agent on the phone about this the other day, is, is that 
you know, a website's great. It's going to be there to let people know what you do in some capacity. But if you are not driving people there, if you, whether it's paying people through Google AdWords, Facebook ads, if you're not paying for traffic, driving traffic, or you're not generating it organically yourself through content, really, it should be very low on your list of priorities. And I mean, yes, it's nice for people to come and, and we want to say this is going to be so counterintuitive to everything you might have heard me say, hear Jason say, but I mean, I'm to the point that, you know, having a website to have it is nice. And yes, it's a requirement and everything like that. But at the end of the day, if you're not driving people there, um, I, I think all it's doing is solidifying potentially the business that you're out generating in other capacities, right? So you're out doing your, your BNIs, you're out doing your chamber of commerce meetings, whatever you're doing, you're doing the Rotary Club, you're doing the Kiwanis, all that kind of stuff that we've been you know told, you know, get out there, network. All that's doing is giving those people that you find a place to come back and say, oh, here's their logo and these are their, everybody else is in their office, that's their picture. So it's not, it's not driving new business. And, and that's the, the myth, the website myth that we, we kind of get lost in. And, and, and you know what I, and what I was telling this other agent the other day is, is, you know, listen, this is going to be a future episode is, you know, if you, if you get 500 people to your site a month, that's great. But 500 people to your site a month, is not going to equate to a ton of dollars in your pocket. It might sound like a lot to you if you're only getting 100 people right now. I can promise you, I get more than 500 every month to our site. And I can say to you that if you get 5,000 people to your month, 5,000 people to your site every month, that's going to be great. And that's probably going to sustain maybe one agent's worth of, of business, of, of commission, of revenue. But it's not until you get to 10 to 20 to 30,000 people every month that you're talking about numbers that scale. Again, this is all depending on commission, right? Like, I don't know what type of business you're going after. I don't know what the, the, you know, the average commission dollar sale you're going to be making, but until you start hitting those big numbers and being realistic with yourself about, you know, what it's going to take to actually generate the kind of revenue that, uh, you know, any business owners is going to want from an endeavor. That's the website myth that I kind of wanted to dispel. It's like, yeah, go ahead get yourself 500 visits. But I can probably tell you that at the end of the day, you're going to be on the red for that whole project. You know, you're not going to have made any money from getting 500 visitors to your site. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not to get you depressed and say, oh, I don't have 20,000 people coming to my site, so I shouldn't even start. I don't have 20,000 people going to my site. That's my goal. That's where I want to go. I've gotten 5,000 and 6,000 and 7,000, but I've never hit 20,000 or even 10,000. That's where I'm trying to go. But the point I want to get to you is, is that don't get discouraged by that. Uh, I was talking to an agent, Rob McCarthy out of New York, and I told him one thing. I said, write one piece of content. I promise you that this will generate business and will get you people to call you. And I said, write this article and I promise you that you will, you know, have people calling you. And, and he did, he wrote it and people call him now. And surprisingly enough, he actually is getting people calling him on that policy. And this is going to be a future episode as well. Uh, calling him on that article you know, and they're bigger accounts. They're bigger accounts than he's normally getting based on that one article. And it's the strategy. It's applying the strategy. And, and do you need somebody to help you point you in the right direction and then actually go in the right direction? And where Steve's case, he was running the agency. He's the man at the top. And, and the question is, should he be the one? Should he be the voice of the agency? Should he be the one taking the time to, to create this stuff, even when he has the talent? That's the biggest question that, I've really started to change my mind on just based on what you guys have shown me. 
Yeah, I think I probably, you know, you're, you're probably sort of like me. I guess it depends on the generations and who's looking at it, but I can usually tell if somebody wrote it themselves or not. <laughs> I agree 100%, Steve. I usually can tell if somebody's written it themselves or not, or at least written it in a way that I think is, is going to, to generate some business. And, and that's the thing that I'm questioning. I'm just constantly saying, am I right? And I think I might have been wrong in some of this. I don't know. And I always say, listen, roll up your sleeves and do it. Just be a man about it. Be a woman about it. Roll up your sleeves and do it. And, and put on your big boy marketing pants and just do it. And you can only fight that so long. And the reason is, is because, you know, I said, I said, you know, I talked to Steve. When I called him, he had one blog post up on March the 4th. Then a few days after he posted that, that kind of announcement of the, the rebrand of the consolidation of the offices. And then on July 27th, he posted a blog post titled How to Avoid Being Ripped Off When Your Car is Totaled. Pretty good headline, uh, pretty good blog post, very in-depth. Um, but again, if it's not enough, if it's just three blog posts over the course of you know six plus months, that's not going to get it done. And... You know, yeah, Steve wants to be the guy and he thinks that, you know, um, he can tell when it's not him. When you are in a position such as Steve's, if you're at the top of the, if you're at the front of the ship, if you're, if you're steering this thing, pirating, piloting, yeah, that's it, pilot, pirating, pirating a ship, piloting a ship, even though you pilot, a, uh, it's going downhill, it's going downhill fast, I'm going to get through this. If you are the person at the top and you are sitting here delegating and you're taking it on as a responsibility yourself. The question becomes, do you have enough room to, to, to bring this on? Can you afford to have this occupy so much of your time and focus and energy when there are a lot of other things in your agency that need to be attended to? And is there a better way to just say, listen, all right, I might not be that person, but this person is going to be that person for me. Either you're doing it or you're paying somebody to do it. And if you're not doing it, then like I said, your website is significantly downgraded in the overall effectiveness of actually existing. And it is just simply serving as a place for somebody to go, oh yeah, they're a real place and they have a website. So I feel a little bit better that they're real. And if you're not, if you don't have that person, I guess the, the point I want to make is, is that I think you can, I think you hundred percent can pick a person and say, I want to create, I want to use that person to create that relationship. And we're just going to put them in the front. We're going to put their face on it. And that for Holly Insurance, it's going to be Jill that's going to uh, you know, make this thing for us. And she's going to be the person that speaks to our clients. And when somebody calls in, when our, when our articles are being found online, when somebody calls in and they need help, well, Jill might not be available, but Steve is, or one of his other employees, Tom, or I don't know, Jim, anyone, some generic name that I'm just throwing out randomly. Joe's a good one that people like to throw out, but it's my name, so it's weird I don't use it. But the point is, is it doesn't always have to be you. And I've, again, I've used this with some limited success in, in my agency where, you know, the, the leads that I generate, you know, every month, when somebody calls in and I'm not available, my dad will sometimes take it and they don't have any problem. He actually stole a group from me one time because they called and I was I was literally like in the other office and he goes ahead and steals it from me. Uh, what are dads for? But I mean, in all seriousness, he took it, it was fine anyways. But, and they had no problem working with him. And so it's how do we create that relationship to ultimately transfer that trust? The tricky part is, is just making sure to be aware of that transfer and where it happens and, and how to successfully position from it, you know, pivot from it. 
if, if you know it's coming and you know that you need to do it, it's going to be a lot easier than just coming up as like a big surprise. Oh, wait a second. Oh, they can't talk to Jill because she's not a person in our office. She's our, our marketing person or, or, you know, she's somebody that we've hired to write for us. Then, then yeah, they, it's not a surprise. You know how to handle that. You say, well, you know, Jill actually just helps us out with that. Let's talk to, you want to talk to the agent, you know, Steve or Jim or Dan, I don't know, I can't remember the generic names I used, whoever those guys, that's who you wanna to talk to and we'll get you right over to them and they can help you make sure that this gets taken care of. And I don't think it's a matter of telling who writes it or not, it's a matter of who's going to take care of it after that relationship has been created and they are looking for somebody to transfer the trust to. Because at the end of the day, if it's not getting done, I'm not picking on Steve because uh, I'm probably just as guilty of this even now, um, You know, I, I just published my first blog post I went like two months without publishing one. I published one last week and I was two months without because everyone gets lazy and I was terrible and it happens. And the point is, is if you haven't established a track record, if it hasn't become part of the culture, making it become part of the culture is very, very difficult. And I just, I'm just tired of, so I, I care, right? Like I, I, I tell these, I, I talk to you about these things and about how it's possible to get these results. And I don't want it to be looked at as, as, oh, that, you know, that's not going to happen. I can't do that. And and the reason that I just, I see it over and over again. We hear agents, I'm going to do this. I have to do this. I'm going to roll up my sleeves. I'm going to make it work. I'm going to create the stuff. And time and time again, I, I go back and it's just not happening. And it's about, again, this isn't about picking on anybody. It's about being realistic about what works and what doesn't. And if it's not working, then expecting it to all of a sudden start working is, you know, again, by definition, insanity. You're doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result. If you keep telling yourself you're going to do it and you don't, and you're expecting a different result, that is the definition of insanity. And just be, you know, be honest. And I wish, and I, I try and find these, these, these areas in my business and my agency that what am I telling myself that is crazy? What is insane? What, what am I defining insanity at every day? And this whole, I need to create content or I'm going to create the content when it doesn't get done. It, it's not a knock. Like it's not like people feel like it's, I can't do it or I'm not doing it or whatever it is. They, they feel like it's somehow like shameful. You know, we got back from girl labs uh, a little over a week ago and you know, a lot of agents said, I need to blog more. I need to do this. And they, they're acting as if it's like, it's a shameful thing that they're not doing. If you have the business, if you're quoting business, if you're selling business, then you have to ask yourself, is it that important? But if you're saying it's important for me to find a new avenue to generate, you know, leads to ge generate revenue. If it's, if it, if you're saying it's important and it hasn't been getting done, then you either decide, well, I'm just going to forget it or I'm going to get serious about it. And maybe I need to bring somebody in. Maybe I need to figure out a way economically to make this work, to get this person, to have them create that relationship, to transfer the trust. There's no right or wrong way. I just want to know that I just want you to know that it is okay, whichever way that you go to get the results. That's all we are after. That is all every single one of us is after is getting the results. And if it doesn't, and if you're just holding to some sort of misled, misguided principle of I can't do it this way because, or I'm going to do it this way because sometimes that's great. That's where a lot of great things come from. But at, you know, at the end of the day, look back at the track record, change the track record, figure out a way for you or for somebody to consistently create that relationship and then ultimately transfer the trust so you can start closing more business than what you're doing right now. I'm gonna ask this question and I don't want you to think less of me as a human being because of it, but I'm just gonna ask it anyway. So I was thinking about this, uh, dropping my kids off at their babysitter after picking them up from preschool 
And have you ever casually evaded a police officer that you were pretty sure was going to pull you over for speeding? Be honest, because I know I have. You just got to make, you just got to turn. You got to take the first turn, man. You just got to take that first turn. So you got to break that line of sight. Then you're golden, because they're not going to put an APB out for you. They're just going to give up. Definitely done it once or twice. I was only going like five or seven miles over, and I saw him pull out as I passed, and I was like, this is ridiculous. Just got to make the first turn, break the line of, anyways. That's kind of what it feels like, is, is you're trying to get away from something that, you know, you know you need to do, right? And I wanted to let you know, we don't talk about this that often at Grow, and it's probably our fault, but we actually offer a blogging service. If you have decided that, you know what, it's been six months, it's been a year, and I've written one, I've written two, whatever the number is, and it's not the number that's getting results, and if you're getting 500 people to your site, if you've been defining insanity every day on your content efforts, and you just say, I want to get it off of my plate, I want to let you know that because of these interactions with agents, we've figured out a way or you know, try to build the solution that can allow somebody to write for you and follow the strategy that I've used to generate, again, 5,000, 6,000 visits and hundreds of leads every month to a site. That's what I want for you. I've given it all away in the academy. I show you exactly how to do it. Problem is you actually have to do it. So if you want to jump in the academy and see what that is, go for it. You're, you're welcome. You can even go to my site right now and you should be able to reverse engineer it. But if you just say, forget it, I'd rather spend a couple hundred bucks a month and have this content created for me and I can worry about creating my agency, running my agency, and producing in my agency. That's the math equation you have to sit down and really look at yourself. What is your time worth? And can you get more out of your time doing something else than trying to, to, to muddle in the content? Or is it worth your while to say, listen, I'm gonna create that person that's gonna transfer the trust to me when I need it the most. So head over to growprogram.com slash content to take a look and see if it's something that might help your agency. That's growprogram.com slash content. I look forward to working with you to get that strategy right and get the results that you're looking for. 